Welcome, welcome to the best five minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... We continue our conversation with Bob Wickheiser, owner-operator of Pecan Creek Winery in Muskogee, Oklahoma. How do we get to your place? Out past where the black top ends of that red dirt road. <laughs> well, first of all, you come down, I think, one of the uh, bumpiest roads on the planet outside of the roads in the rainforest in Costa Rica. Uh, once, you, once you've managed to traverse uh, three or four miles, of you first see the vineyard on my partner's ranch, and a lot of people will want to turn in there, but there are signs that say, the winery's another mile. We have about two or 300 grapevines, Cab and Tempranillo around the winery, but the big vineyard's down the road. The winery is in a uh, 5,000 square foot uh, converted garage. Um, I proudly tell the story of the origin of, of the word in the wine industry, the garajistas. Um, it's a French or Italian word, literally means someone who works in a garage like a mechanic. Then the big wineries picked it up to uh, disparage the up-and-coming young winemakers who were, you know, they couldn't afford the Chateau in Napa or wherever, so they, they'd get a, a car garage and start making wine in it. So the, the garajista was originally a derogatory term. And lo and behold, over the last 10 or 20 years, people are paying attention. These little, these small artisanal wineries are making some pretty darn good stuff. And it, it might be worth uh, visiting the small guys next time you go to Paso Robles than, than, uh, than the giant places. And, um, and we're one of those. So we're proudly one of the garajistas. We make wine in a car garage. <laughs> it was six bays. A couple of brothers had a big body shop in the back. And so they kept their high-end race cars. And they actually had a John Deere antique tractor collection as well in the garage where our winery is. So you'll see a, a nondescript metal building with a red door for the tasting room. And eventually we're going to get our name on the building. But uh, there's a sign out front on the road. But um, that's where we are for now. I mean, if, if, if we're in a wildly successful days, we could move over to the farm next to the vineyard. Um, and we've got some really cool space over there that, that would be great to expand into. But uh, we just have to run the business conservatively and, um, and make it all work. So when you started the winery, were you at all hesitant about whether it would work in your climate, in your soil? They say if, if it grows peaches, it'll grow grapes. And uh, where our vineyard is, is part of a former 600-acre peach branch. Our consultant came out there that first day, and we said, well, meet us in the peach barn. And, and he said, oh, you won't even need to get soil samples. If you had peach trees here, you're good to go. We took soil samples anyway, but you'll see that. Like the Palisades in California, I think there's some vineyards in South Africa like that, where you'll see vineyards and peach orchards next to each other. So there's something about that. I guess the conditions are comparable or favorable for both. We have a great site for a vineyard, and um, we grow about... 30% of our production is hybrids with Chamberson. There's the red and uh, Vignol is the white hybrid. And then we have Riesling, <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and um, Tempranillo. Will somebody answer that phone? 
Hi. It's time, boys and girls, for our listener voicemail. Hi, this is Judy from North Carolina. How do you choose the right wine glass? Me, personally, I don't even use a glass. I just drink straight from the bottle. <laughs> but if you're going to be sophisticated, you want a wide glass for reds, narrow for whites, tall, narrow flute style for sparkling. Thank you for your question, Judy. I'll get your free T-shirt out to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHizzle. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it, and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive, and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast, and let's get the conversation started. Try it out, and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com, to try it. 